Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. So right now, I'm actually in Texas. I flew out to meet Josh here at the warehouse. We've been Hello. talking about a lot of cool things. And um, so really what we want to do here is we want to answer some questions. Josh is going to help me do that. Yep. We're going to answer a lot of the frequently asked questions that people ask us all the time about growing mushrooms. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. And, but before we do that, I want to jump into some really cool updates, some stuff that's so exciting. And so Josh, what do you, um, what's some cool stuff we got going on for everybody? I don't even know where to start. We have so much. Um, first of all, you want to talk about the new grow bag. Yeah. So as you guys know, we've, we, we launched the new shroom bomb this year, which we've got one right here. And I mean, we believe this is the best grow bag, all in one grow bag really in the market. I mean, our success rate is, is higher than it's ever been. Um, I would say nine out of 10, if you guys follow the instructions, which we're gonna talk about here in a minute. But here's the new update, right? The, the shroom bomb was already the best, but we figured out something, right? Because as you guys comment on our Facebook and, uh, and you're on live with Oliver each week, we listen to your concerns, right? And as the developer of the grow bag, I listen to your comments. And the issue with our grow bag and every other grow bag out there is not that they don't work, because they all work. It's that they stall, right? Meaning you inject the bag, the mycelium starts to grow and it stalls. Well, how have we always overcome that? We mix the grain, right? Because when you mix the grain, you're moving everything around in the bag and you're letting air in the filter patch, right? And you're letting the CO2 escape. That's what this patch is for. So what I figured out is one day I was sitting down in the warehouse and I literally discovered, I mean, it hit me like, like a ton of bricks. I said, why are we making the bags upside down? And it, it's, it's like the mushroom spoke to me. Think about this, having the CVG on the top, which every grow bag company does, every single one out there. That's why we made them this way, right? We just kind of do what everybody else does. This is creating a barrier where as the mycelium's growing and it's, and it's pushing out CO2, it's not able to get that CO2 gas out and it's not able to get any of the oxygen down there, right? So it's gonna start to grow and then it stalls. And then when we mix it, it takes off again because again, we're moving around the bag, we're letting air in it. So what we decided to do was switch the bag where we put the grain on the top. And you guys can see here in this bag, I'll show both cameras because we're live and we're filming this in the studio. But you can see here, the mycelium now can breathe because the patch is right up at the top of the bag now. And notice where I injected it, it's growing up. It's growing up towards the oxygen and even on the back of the bag. Now, you guys see how the CVG, this is just how it got poured in the bag. Now, the bags you're getting will be aesthetically pleasing. But check this out. I mean, isn't that awesome? Show you guys in this camera. So we got the patch now up at the top. So basically now, 
something just as simple as that, it can breathe now. And now it's going to eliminate an entire step now. Because before we had to mix the grain when it was at about 50%, right? And then that grain would colonize. And then we would mix the entire bag and then we would go fruit it. Well, now when you inject your bag, there's really no need to mix the grain. You can if you want to speed up the process. Like right now, I've got enough growth in here now and it's coming through the backside that if I just mix the top of the bag, just the grain, it's just going to spread that little patch of mycelium out throughout the bag and it's going to colonize faster. But this I'm really excited about. These did start shipping out already. So if you order a bag now, uh, guaranteed you're going to end up getting one of these. Some other things we've got, um, I know Oliver has been sending out emails recently, but we uh, launched the store now. And in the store, we don't just have grow bags now, right? We have grain bags. We're actually, we've got videos out there now, but we're gonna create some more, teaching you guys how to use these. So these are just grain bags that you can inject with spores or liquid culture. And then this would get broken up and you would add CVG, which I thought I had a bag up here. Oh, I do, I'll show you guys in a minute. You're gonna mix your CVG with it, just like in the all-in-one bag, except in all-in-one you do it in a tub. So you may be saying, well, how do I get a tub? Well, we now have a new grow kit that we're gonna be offering called our three-in-one tub kit. So now we've got the grow bag kit, but now we've got this new kit that we're gonna be offering and we're actually gonna be sending an email out, what, probably in the next day or so, mm. like launching this product so you guys can be the first to get it. But what you're gonna get now is you're gonna get a shoebox tub you're gonna get your two spore syringes of choice, right? So you can pick wood lover, manure loving, whatever you want. And then inside the tub, you open it up and you're gonna have a big bag of grain, perfectly hydrated, sterilized, ready to inject. This is the equivalent of two of our grow bags. So if you notice the amount of grain that's in here, it's double the amount in here. Now, you're gonna inject this. Once it's colonized, you're gonna take your, whoop, you're gonna take your bag of sterile CVG and you're gonna open it up and you're gonna open this up and you're gonna mix them in the tub, okay? We have videos to show you guys how to do that. Instructions are here. And then, I'm gonna show you guys how awesome this is. This is what your grow kit's gonna look in a couple weeks, look like in a couple weeks. You can see here that we mixed the grain in here and it's been colonizing. You can see the top is fully white. Show you guys here. It's fully white on top. So this is ready to fruit now. So now all I gotta do is just lift this lid off like this and just let it sit on top and now the air can get in here and now the mushrooms are gonna grow. So it's super, super simple. And I'm telling you guys, I'm really excited about this because you're gonna get about five to six times more mushrooms out of this kit than the bag kit. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So those are some of the things. Oh, and we've got new agar. We have a new recipe. Uh, we have uh, the gentleman that's actually making our agar now is a really good friend of mine that I trained. This is now my recipe. They're green for our curative mushrooms. And these all come in all of the grow kits as well. So you'll get one in the tub kit and you'll also get one in the grow bag kit. And uh, I don't know if you wanna talk about replacement policy, but this right here is your insurance. 
This is your insurance policy. If you know how to use this agar properly, you are going to guarantee that you don't get contamination in your bag or your tub kit. So it's very important that you guys understand what this agar is for. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And um, so that's awesome, right? We've got um, the new grow bag. I love it because one of the biggest questions we get is people, their bags are stalling. Yep. And what you said makes sense, exactly. Like, and I've seen it, and guys, I've seen this firsthand because mm-hmm. Josh be showing me the test results of this new bag. And oh, let's show them this. So, <laughs> so just to show you guys, right, by putting the grain on top, okay, it's almost like you're just injecting a grain bag. And intermediate and advanced growers are using bags of grain because they're growing in a different environment, larger environments, tubs, you know, like 55 or 60 quart monotub. These are some of our grain bags that I injected and I forgot and I ran out of time. And this is just to show you guys how resilient mushrooms are. And if you're just patient and you just leave them alone and let them do their thing, they're going to fruit. I didn't even take this to bulk. There's no CVG in here. There's no substrate in this bag. It's just grain. And because I neglected it, we can call this neglect tech. You can see here, I have a bag full of mushrooms. Show them that it's not even, the top's not even cut off of that. Yeah, the top, I haven't even opened up the bag, right? So (laughs) they're growing up to, to the air patch, right? So just imagine this is our new grow bag just with the CVG at the bottom. So once it's all colonized, now you just mix it. And by mixing the CVG in there, you're adding more moisture back into that grain, right? Because as the the mycelium colonizes the bag, it's using up a lot of the water and the moisture that's in the grain, right? So once it's fully colonized, we wanna give it some more hydration again so that it can grow big mushrooms. So that second step down here is important that once this is mixed, see if this was an all-in-one bag, I wouldn't have had this problem because I could have just mixed it all together. It would have had everything and I would have got a bigger flush. Even though this is a pretty big flush, you know, check this out. This is another bag, same problem. I let this one go. Look how big these mushrooms are, you know, and they already dropped spores in there, you know, it, it fully finished. And I mean, you know, that's probably about, I don't know, probably 15 grams worth of mushrooms in there. Just from those big The bag isn't open either. Yeah, and the bag, the bag's not even open. Yeah. Right, not even open. So, you know, all of these supplies, you guys, are are now available on our website at curativemushrooms.com in the store. Um, And I recommend that you guys get in the grow course because if you don't know how to use a tub kit, you know, I love the bags, right? The beautiful thing about our bags is that they're just super simple, right? You just literally inject the bag after you test it on agar, right? So you just want to make sure and verify that your syringe is good. And if it's not, we'll replace it. But once you verify it's good, you just inject the bag and everything is done in one spot, right? You don't need a tub. You don't need a different environment. You don't need to do anything different. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the tub, the tub is even easy too, because now we provide everything all in one kit. It's all right there. So inject, let it colonize, mix it up cut both bags open, mix them together. Two weeks later, it looks like this. And then you just pop the lid off like that so that some air can get in there. And now the mushrooms will grow. And look, they'll eventually push the lid off. Now, another little tip I'll give you guys is if you have another tub, right? Or let's say you've bought our kits before, right? Maybe you buy two or three of these tub kits. 
Well, after you use them, save the tubs. Because if you want to grow taller mushrooms, mushrooms know their environment, you can actually take a second tub, flip it over, and set it on top of here, right? You just set it right on top of here and it'll create a dome, right? To where it's taller and then your mushrooms will fruit inside there. So the tub is a really cool kit because you can use it over and over and over. And once you buy the tub, if you want to do it again, just go back in our store and just buy the grain bag and the CVG bag. You don't need to buy the whole grow kit again, right? Because you can take the syringe and you can use the syringe about 10 times, you know, about one CC per grow kit um, is more than enough. So I'm excited about these grow kits and, uh, and, and the agar too, because I know our recipe for agar is absolutely phenomenal. Spores love it. They're going to germinate super fast and you're going to know real quick if you have bacteria or contamination. Yeah, I love it. The tubs, um, I've recently started doing tubs myself, so I, I can, I've always been an all-in-one bag guy, but yep. the tubs are awesome. You get huge flushes mm -hmm. and it's, it's another way to get more flushes out of your bag too. Oh yeah. Even if you have an all-in-one bag that's spent, you've already gotten flushes out of it, throw it into a tub and even get more out of it. Right? Yeah. If you have a stalled bag, um, you can mix it up and put it into a tub and maybe add a little bit more CVG, which if you don't want to make CVG, we offer it now. And it comes in a bag and it's fully sterilized. Normally you don't sterilize CVG, right? Because you don't need to. But because we have all the expensive equipment, we do it anyway. So we know our CVG is clean. So you guys can just buy a bag of CVG and you can add that to your grow bag. Even after you get two or three flushes out of your grow bag, you can then add it into a tub and you can probably get another couple flushes out of it that way. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I just want to say one more time, the new all-in-one grow bags, I think they're, they're incredible. I just mm -hmm. want to stress that one more time. Like what Josh came up with was he's really made the bags on another level now. Like they were amazing before, mm -hmm. but now they're on another level. And really they're on another level compared to any other bag in the market, right? Yep. Because no one else is doing this. Yep. We are literally the first ones to figure this out. And yes, we put in a patent because it's unique. And so I can't believe that no one's thought of it though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. Cause I was walking by our rack of inventory and it's like, it's like, I already knew it, but I just never thought of it as it weird. It was I just, know it's almost like, why didn't we think of this before? I like, know it's it was insane. Freaking awesome, dude. Now we did have a couple other updates. I don't know if you want to touch on them or not, but, um, one of them we we're, t we're going to be adding a manure supplement. Oh yeah. Soon. We could tease him a little bit about that one. Make it available soon. So if you guys know Alan Rockefeller, I mean, he's one of the most popular, you know, uh, mycology, uh, he discovers strains all over the world and he photographs mushrooms all over the world. And, and, you know, he's just a phenomenal guy when it comes to mushrooms. He actually came out with a study recently because it's been debatable if mushrooms have more alkaloids, if, they're grown in manure or if they're grown in CVG. And through my testing, I haven't really noticed a big difference until now because manure is hard to work with. You know, I know you were using a manure bag before we knew each other. It's high contamination. And it was a very high contamination rate. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd probably say nine out of 10 because yeah. the guy, you know, it's, it's very hard it's to pasteurize to, yeah. it and you've got to use it right away, right? It's like manure is not something that you want to Number one, you don't want to sterilize it. And when you pasteurize it, you kind of have a window of when you want to use it before it spoils. 
So we have a, a, a friend of mine that actually just created, and we have another patent uh, pending on this, so I'm not gonna tell you guys the process or even how, how we're doing it, because it'll give it away. But what if we could send you manure that didn't smell, that you could use like CVG. Basically, you could throw it in a bucket, add a little bit of hot water, wait an hour or two, and then use it right away, right? Where you add it into your CVG, where now you're adding like a nitro booster supplement, mm. right? Where Alan Rockefeller now with his studies have now come forth with data saying that the alkaloids will be a little bit higher and you'll get larger fruits if you have manure in there. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like the in-between of, of a hybrid grow, right? Where we're able to use the CVG to minimize bacteria and contamination and all of that to ensure you're gonna have a lot of success. But with our new patented process, we're able to add manure in there with almost 100% success rate with no contamination and to be able to get that same end result of having to use stinky ass manure and having to pasteurize it in your kitchen and it's hard. It's yeah hard. and a lot of guys are growing exotics now and with exotics you have to use manure like pan cyans and tamps and things like that you have to use manure so there's no way around it so that'll be coming soon um, our testing is almost complete on it but our testing has been literally 100 percent successful so far so i'm excited about that yeah yeah and i've seen the results of it and josh has been testing it and i've seen like it's almost like blowing my mind, like how much faster and cleaner the growth is by adding this supplement. So it's really exciting. That's coming soon. We can't really put out when yet, but that is this, coming soon. This tub took eight days to fully colonize. Up oh, here comes our shop dog. This Man. tub took eight days to fully colonize. And the tub that I added the manure supplement, literally two days. I mean, my mind is completely blown. I'm about to fruit it right now, but two days fully colonized. I mean, I'm talking full white all the way through, through the substrate, ready to fruit. I mean, my mind is completely blown. But anyways, I think for time, we should talk about the replacement policy and then we should do FAQs. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. The last update, I don't know. Do you want to mention anything about anything hemp related that's coming? I, I don't think any of our members smoke. I don't think any of our members probably smoke cannabis. Yeah, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't or, be interested. I don't think they'd be interested in that. But nah, nah. What, if, what, if, <laughs> what if maybe that it was available and it was legal to ship to all states? I think that would be pretty cool if that happened. So happy flower maybe coming soon? <laughs> Could be. I think we'll let that one rest right there. But for those of you that know us, um, there is something in the works right now. So. All right, cool. So, yeah, um, yeah, so let's talk about the refund policy for a second. So if somebody, if somebody gets a grow bag in the mail or a grow kit, yep. we honor a 30 to 45 day replacement or refund policy if it, if it doesn't work and they follow all the instructions that we give them. But yep. in able to get that, like what's the process? If I just got this, how do I make sure I qualify for that replacement refund in 30 to 45 days, what do I got to do? I just open my box, like what, what do I do? All right, so I'm going to use one of the new grow kits, okay? And it's going to be the same process with the grow bag. You're just going to inject the grow bag versus a bag of grain, okay? Same thing. So let's say you got your kit in the mail, right? Your syringe is going to come separate if you get a manure-loving syringe, right? Because it comes from a third-party vendor, not us. Um, so once you have your syringe and you have your grow kit, 
you can now take your grow kit and open it up. And we do have instruction videos on here. You can scan the QR code, but you're gonna take out your bag of grain or your grow bag, okay? And you're just gonna look at how beautiful it is first, right? And you're just gonna spend a minute, look at how perfect the grain is and how great of a job we did making your bag. Right? And then you're gonna put these back away out of your sight because you don't wanna be tempted to use it right now, okay? If you take a syringe before you test it and you inject that bag, warranty is over right there. We will not replace your bag. If you go right into injecting your bag, before you do what I'm about to show you right now, you immediately void the warranty on the bag, okay? Now we know our spore supplier is the best out there, but no spore syringe is perfect ever, mm -hmm. okay? Which is why we supply for free some agar for you to test, okay? Now I'm not in a clean environment right now. I don't have alcohol wipes with me right now, but I'm gonna do this on video right now assuming that you guys are intelligent enough to not do it the way I'm doing it right now. Go into a bathroom, turn off all the fans, make sure you're in a, in a small room where you, know, you wait about an hour with no fans or anything on so all the dust can settle. And then you're gonna take your agar and your syringe into that environment, okay? You're gonna get some 70% isopropyl alcohol and some paper towels, or you can get alcohol wipes, whatever, whatever you wanna use spray the living hell out of everything. Spray the surface that you're gonna set all your equipment on, spray it, let it sit for about a minute, then wipe it off. Spray your hands, spray the syringe, just wipe it down, okay? Wipe the bag down that the agar comes in, okay? Because this has been traveling, it's been in the mail. Wipe it all down, okay? If you have one of our still air boxes, even better, because you can put that in any room with a thousand percent contamination in there and you just eliminated the problem, okay? You can just put your arms in there, put all your equipment in there and you're good to go. Now, once everything is wiped down, you're gonna open this up and you'll notice that the top will lift off, okay? It lifts up and down. You're gonna take your syringe and I'm telling you, watch, I'm so good at doing this that I will probably not get any contamination even this, in this environment because of the way I'm gonna show you guys how to do this. So you wanna take your syringe, shake it up really good, okay? Don't worry if you don't see spores in there, it doesn't matter. You're gonna see a little bit in this syringe because this one's a little older syringe. Maybe you can see it, maybe you can't. It doesn't matter, you, you really want it to be clear, okay? Shake it up really good. And now what you're gonna do is open it up. I use my thumb and you wanna get used to squirting it real quick. Okay, give it just a little squirt. If you got a sink or something, you might have to draw back on the needle a little bit. I call it clearing the barrel. Yeah, there you go. So look, I just give a little squirt and get used to a drop. Okay, see how I'm doing that? And I'm just letting a drop fall. Okay, so now I kind of feel how, to, how to, much to push it. I'm gonna take the agar I'm gonna slide the needle in the side. See that? I did not open the plate all the way. And I'm gonna put a drop in all four corners, like a cross, and I'm gonna put one drop right in the middle. Okay, and then I'm gonna pull this out, and I'm gonna very carefully, without letting those drops 
slide and spill everywhere. I'm going to slide this right back inside this bag. Again, I want to keep the drops in a drop. So I'm not going to turn this to show you guys because then it's going to spill. But I literally have five drops in here. North, south, east, west, one right in the center. Okay. I'm going to close this bag and I'm going to go put this probably in a closet somewhere up on a top shelf. Heat rises. You want to keep it at around between about 75 and 80 degrees right around there. Okay. Put it somewhere in the dark, forget about it for like three, four, even five days. Then come back and look at it and see what you have. It's like a cool science project, right? Now you want to see what's inside of this syringe, okay? Right now you can't see it with the naked eye, but the agar now is going to reveal to you what is inside here. You don't want green, you don't want black, you don't want yellow. You want white, okay? Now if you get a little bit of those other colors, but you get a lot of white growing, that's okay. You just want to make sure that there's a lot of white mycelium growing because here's the thing. Every syringe is going to have a little bit of contamination. It's just that's the way it is. Unless you're in a lab with, you know, a, a, a $50,000 FDA lab, that's like, oh, and even then, you're still not going to be at 100% guarantee. This is why you want to use agar. But here's the thing, mycelium is very resistant and nine times out of 10, it'll beat the bacteria, okay? Which is another reason why we flip the bag because we, we've always wanted to figure out how to avoid the bag stalling because when the bag stalls, it now gives bacteria a chance to start getting to that nutrition and, and out racing or outpacing the mycelium. So now the fact that we have the air patch up here and it can breathe, the mycelium can grow super fast now and it'll beat out that bacteria. So again, for our replacement policy, you're gonna do what I just showed you on the agar, and then you're gonna take a picture of it. Write the date on there. Write the name of the syringe, the strain, right? Write the name of the strain, write the date, and then take a picture of it. And then take a picture of it once it, we call it colonizing the plate, okay? Now, as long as you have white growth on there, and it's gonna, it's gonna look like fingers growing out, right? Now you know you got live mycelium, good mycelium in your syringe. Now you can get your grow kit out, okay? And I'm gonna do this quickly because we wanna get to FAQs. But now you're gonna take your grow kit out. You know your syringe is good. You're gonna draw back the syringe, meaning you're gonna pull it back. And before you inject the bag this time, you're gonna flame sterilize the needle, okay? So again, go in your bathroom or somewhere, shut everything off or get into your still air box. Do not spray alcohol inside your still air box and then light a lighter. Not that I've ever done that or anything. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if a still air box could explode in your face, but I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Anyways, I didn't do that. I'm just kidding. Actually, I did. Don't do that. Okay. And now what you're going to do is flame sterilize it. Okay. Wipe everything down with alcohol again, like you did the first time. And now you're gonna take your syringe, and I'm taking a risk doing this right now, but I'm, it's all right, because I'm not gonna use alcohol right now because we're in the studio. So you got your bag of grain, or you have your grow bag, whatever you have, okay? And what you're gonna do, I'm gonna do this, so because we got two cameras on here. I'm gonna take the syringe, I've wiped everything down, I flame sterilized my needle, I'm going to stick this in the bag like this. I'm going to inject about one 
to two cc's at the most. I recommend maybe do about one and a half. So I just did one and a half. I'm gonna pull it out, I'm gonna cap it. And then what I like to do is I like to open the bag up and carefully pull oxygen through the patch. Okay, so you're gonna lift, open it up like this. And then when I pull it at the top now, it just let air inside the bag. I'm gonna do that a couple times. Okay, I'm gonna pull this apart again. Let some air, okay? Now you can see the grain is kind of loose now. And now I'm just gonna leave this up like this and I'm gonna go put it away. All right, so now that I've injected it, I'm gonna go ahead and just put this back in the tub. Don't, you don't have to put the lid on it. I'm gonna go put this back in my closet, the same place that I put my agar, and I'm just gonna wait now. I'm gonna wait till I see all the mycelium colonizing the grain. Um, and again, if you have an all-in-one bag, once it's about 90% colonized, you can go ahead and now mix it with the CVG. If you have the dub tub, uh, the three-in-one tub kit, you're gonna just take that bag of grain once it's fully colonized, you're gonna open it up, mix it up, dump it in the tub, and I recommend wipe the tub down with alcohol and clean it first. Open up the CVG, put it in there, mix it together. Again, about a week to two weeks later, if you have our manure supplement, it could be just a couple days, you now can fruit your tub. So as long as you follow those steps, if you don't get mushrooms, we will refund or return because we want to make sure that everybody has success. All right, cool. So I think we're done pretty much with that. So you know, just to recap, you guys, just make sure you use the agar. Again, this is your insurance policy to make sure that your bag or your grow kit is going to work, okay? So please, please, please do not skip that step because I wanna make sure that we can refund or, or give you a new kit if it doesn't work. We want to guarantee that you're gonna have success. So please follow the steps. And this video is gonna be made into an instruction video and it'll be available at all times for everybody. So. That was awesome. Yep. And um, so what if, what if somebody, um, says, man, I don't care about the replacement policy. I'm just gonna inject the syringe in the bag. They skip the agar step. That's like dying without life insurance. Do you, so <laughs> even if someone's like, they don't wanna wait for five days for the agar and they just wanna go straight to the bag, is that something you recommend? Even if they don't care about the replacement policy, would you still recommend do the agar first Absolutely before they not. inject it? I do not recommend it. As a grower myself, I just know that it's a crapshoot if I just straight inject a bag, you know, it's kind of like when you put food in your body, you want to know what's in the food. Mm. I want to know what's in my syringe before I waste money on a bag that I paid for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People that don't care. I would say if someone's going to just stick the needle straight in the bag, inject it. I mean, you may as well just give me a hundred dollar bill <laughs> or you may as well just hold up a hundred dollar bill right now and just burn it. Right. Because that that's basically what you're doing. Look, the reason that you guys get a grow kit is because you want to have mushrooms. The reason why we, most companies don't give you agar. The reason we include that is, and again, we had to go get it. We have our own supplier. So we had to buy a whole bunch of equipment and flow hoods and everything just to produce our own agar. We do that because we know as growers, because we grow, that that guarantees that you're going to have success. So we're going to be talking a lot more about using agar and a lot more about the replacement policy to make sure that all of you are educated enough on how to use the grow kit properly to make sure that you are going to have success. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's, that's great because that explains um, 
that explains basically we're not just doing this. Yes, you'll, you're, it qualifies you for a replacement, but at the same time, like this is what Josh does. This is what we do. We test our syringes before we inject them into grow bags. Yes, this qualifies you for a replacement, but what I wanted to stress was this is really the way to do this. If you want the best success the first time without having to deal with contamination, then you need to do this step. Yep. That's why we're stressing it. That's why we're taking the time to make this video is because we want you to have success. And this is the way to do it. So, And not only the video, guys, but look, on this card, I mean, there's we're telling you how to get to our private Facebook page, how to get to uh, every different place that we post information. And we're doing the, this live and we're just creating as many videos as we can because you, the instructions are important because we know our product works if you follow the instructions. Yep. That's why we have a guarantee on it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. If you see someone with contamination, the odds are they didn't test the yep. syringe first. That's yep. pretty much gonna be it. The odds are that they didn't test the syringe yeah. first. Or they tested the syringe, they got contam, and they still didn't care, and they injected the bag. So here's a question, then. <laughs> Let's say they test the syringe and it's bad. Mm -hmm. What do they do now? Call us or email us, and we will replace your syringe. Because we know that you can't get mushrooms if you have a bad syringe. Mm -hmm. So again, that's why we include the agar because we don't want to have to replace a syringe and a bag. I mean, as a business, that doesn't make any sense, right? Well, the issue nine times out of 10 or almost 10 times out of 10 is going to be the syringe because we know our process with the bag. I mean, we've got $100,000 worth of equipment that we use to sterilize and prep and do all the things with the bag. And that's, again, why we put agar, because agar is my insurance policy as the bag developer to make sure that good spores are going into the bag to make sure that the bag is going to perform the way we designed it to perform. So you guys got to meet us in the middle and follow the instructions, because I guarantee you at the end of it, you're going to thank us and be like, man, I'm so glad that I got results. I actually got what you guys promised me when I saw your ad that I was going to get mushrooms in under 45 days. Exactly. 30 to 45 days. Now, one last thing, and this happens quite a bit. What if they, they got their bag like before their syringe and maybe their syringe got lost in the mail or something and it's been weeks. Now their bag is like three weeks old or something and it's a rare situation that's happened mm -hmm. a lot, but can that lower their chances of success if they don't use their bag right away? Not necessarily. I, I would say our bags have probably about a, a 90 day shelf life before I would question injecting it. And that's any grow bag. Cause again, you've got grain, you've got moisture in there. And you know, there is always going to be small amounts of bacteria in the grain, right? In the very, very, very middle of the grain. It, you're not ever killing 100% of it. So um, it, it's, all of these steps are important. So if someone has a grow bag, when would you say don't inject it if it's this old? Like if it's this old, you just need a new grow bag. Like at it, what point can they If you're not going to use your grow bag within a couple weeks, I wouldn't buy it. So about 2 weeks? I would wait. Yeah, if you're if you're not planning to do it, I would just wait. I mean, look, they're going to be here. We produce mm -hmm. them all the time. But to ensure success, I I I use fresh grow bags when I grow in a bag. When I do mm -hmm. my grain or anything like that, I'm never using a bag that's old. I'm always using a fresh bag. And when you guys buy bags from us, they're always fresh. I mean, we don't every bag we ship out is no older than 48 hours. So, you know, because we time how we make them based on the volume of sales so that we know we're always sending out a fresh bag. Well, why do we wait 48 hours? 
because if the bag is going to contaminate after it comes out of the uh, out of the autoclave, mm -hmm. within a you know within two days I'm going to see that right. So that's another quality control that we do is we hold it in the warehouse for at least two days, mm -hmm. so that if there is any contamination or anything, we can get rid of the bag. We don't ship it out. And you know another way you explained this to me that was helpful was you explained it as food. Like if I'm ordering food for myself, I'm not gonna let it sit for three, four weeks before I eat it. Right, exactly. And you said this is mushroom food. Yeah, they want and fresh so food. Treat that the same way. If you're ordering the food, this mm -hmm. is food for your mushrooms, use it quickly. Don't let it sit around for months. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> food goes bad, right? <laughs> I know, it's funny. We do get some customers that'll call and they'll be like, hey, my bag contaminated before I used it. And we'll be like, well, when did you order it? 11 months ago, you know, well, you know, grain does go bad, you know, that's why we make everything fresh and we don't have bags sitting around for a long time. You're never going to get an old bag. So we've, we got about 10 minutes left okay. before I got to go to the airport. Um, a big question is what do people do if their bag stalls? So they injected their grow bag, they saw mycelium, they were happy, they're excited, and then it just stopped. And they're like, no, what's going on? Yep. So you got to mix the bag at that point, right? And you're, you're going to get less of that with the new bag. But let's say you have, I call it the old bag. It's like a week ago, right? The, the older bag with the grain at the bottom, it's very easy. When the bag stalls, I actually started doing something new because I have a lot of bags that are, that are colonizing right now. This is what I do. I'll open the bag up, right? Again, I'll make sure there's a lot of air inside the bag. And then what I'll do is I'll push the CVG down and I'll make it like flat down the whole bag, right? And what I'm doing is I'm trying to make a path where the bag has air and there's like a tunnel from the grain to the patch. I want the grain to be able to get air, okay? So if you can see here, see how now I've got a, I got the air exposed to the patch. And then what I'll do is I'll mix that grain where it was stalled. I'll mix it all up like this real good. And then I'll make sure that I have that airway right there. And then I'll just lay the bag down sideways like this. Just let it colonize just like this. The mycelium will grow. It'll colonize the same way it does like this. It doesn't know if it's upside down or not. But what you're doing is you're basically doing what we did with the new bag is you're just exposing the grain to the air and your problem will be solved, right? So just lay the bag down sideways and just make it flat, right? Just pull it up, make a little dome and then just go set it and forget it and let it do its thing. And then once it's, once it's colonized, now you can just mix it all up and then put it back down into the shape again, right? And then it'll, it'll, it'll recolonize now and you'll be good to go. Now, with that process, if someone's got a bag with the CVG on top, because all our new bags come with this grain on top, with the yeah. CVG on the bottom now. Yep, yep. So if they've got it flipped with their old bag and they want to do like our new bags, can they do that same way you just did that with the older bags? Yeah. So if you have if you have the older bag with the grain on bottom, just do what I just did and make the bag flat and then inject the grain that way and you'll get the same result that we have right now. Because again, all we're doing is we gotta just move that CVG out of the way so that the grain can get air. That's all you have to do. So the old bag is not bad. 
you'll get the exact same result if you just lay it down, open it up to where there's an air pocket at the top, and then just squirt your spores, you know, back the opposite way of the CVG to where it's all in the grain, and then just go set the bag down flat, and now you have the patch at the top, everything can breathe, and it's got its little, you know, environment inside that dome, and your bag will colonize quick. So if you have a bag that's stalled right now, I would recommend go do that right away. Matter of fact, I showed you some that I have, and you can see how the rhizo is literally growing right to right towards the yeah, air patch. It's, yeah. it's awesome. I'm telling you, I seen it in his in the, in the area where we've been testing these things. Josh was showing me, mm -hmm. and he did this exactly. I'm telling you, the growth is in. It's like it just. It's like the mushrooms got more oxygen, and they just started growing like crazy. Yep. And it's it really is a breathing thing. Huh? Yep. Mushrooms have to breathe. So really, a lot of the stalled bags could be related to the mushrooms not being able to breathe. I, I think that we figured out the stalled bag problem that's a problem for every all-in-one grow bag company. Mm. We're not the only ones, you know what I mean? It, it happens in every bag because again, just like if I cover your mouth and your nose right now and you can't breathe, yeah. I don't care what grow bag company it is, if you're putting substrate layer on top of the grain, you <laughs> are suffocating it. It's not allowing it to breathe. And again, I can't believe that no one ever just thought to flip it over. And, and as it, soon as we did it and tested it, it's like the bag just performed better. And it was like, dude, what were, like, what were we all thinking? Like, I know, right? Because, like, I mean, it's like human. There's so much like us, right? Like, yeah. we've given them the best quality food. We've spent years, right, developing the best quality nutrients to give to these mushrooms. Even our oats, we import them from another <laughs> country now because the oats in the United States suck. And we got the best mycologist for our vendors working yep. on the best quality spore syringe. So we have the best stuff, but we forgot, we just overlooked one element, which is oxygen. We all, we breathe oxygen more than we eat. Like you can't go three minutes without oxygen, yep. but yet we weren't really thinking about that in the older versions, right? And the new versions give them a ton of oxygen, which is why they're just growing like crazy. I right? think this is gonna be the future of grow bags, which is why we filed a patent on it, because <laughs> we figured it out. Yep, I love it. All right, so we, let's, let's burn through we, some of these FAQs, because I know you well, I have think, to head to the I airport. Think, I think we can do like another, uh, one, one more question. I think this will sum up everything. Okay, let's do it. So, um, can you just walk people through from start to finish? They just got their grow bag, because a lot of people, they want to have expectations. Like, what do I expect? The timeline. Um, and, you know, so if you were to start right now, you just injected a grow bag. Like, can, don't, you don't need to go into great detail, but, like, give someone, like, a, an overview of the entire process from start to finish. So, basically, we kind of just did that. You're gonna... But we didn't go over timelines. Like, okay, this is going to be a week here. We're going to do yeah, this. Yeah, so look, when, here when, then... you, when you guys are working with spores, you just have to understand that, Mushrooms are like humans, right? You've got genetics that have to come together, right? You got an egg and a sperm. Well, here you've got two spores, same concept. They come together and they, they pair, right? They mate and then they grow. So versus starting with something like liquid culture or agar where you already have live mycelium, with spores, the timeline is going to be 7 to 14 days usually until you see some kind of growth. If you don't see anything after two weeks and you got growth on agar, right? I mean, you've already tested and you know that there are spores in there. If I don't see anything in two weeks, then maybe I'd hit it with another one cc. 
Because remember, every time you inject the bag again, you're adding more water in there. Mm. And there is a certain point where when you get too much water in the bag, it's going to throw everything off and the bag's going to spoil, right? You're going to get rotten grain. That's why I say the first time you inject it, do one to one and a half cc's. That'll give you just enough room to where if you got to hit it again, you can hit it with about another one and, and it should be okay, all right? But um, I'd say seven to 14 days. If you have a good spore syringe, seven days you should, you should start to see some growth. And then I would say for the, the rest of the bag to colonize, I'd say usually within, within, about thir within 30 days, the grain should all be colonized. And then once you mix it, maybe another five to seven days for the bag to colonize, right? So now you're at about uh, a little over 30 days, right? Which we said 30 to 45, and now you can fruit it. And they're gonna fruit quick. As soon as you get to that point, once you open the bag or, or you put it in a, uh, follow any of our different techs, right? Once you go to fruiting, it should fruit fairly quick if you did everything right and the bag is fully colonized. So again, within 45 days, you should have mushroom bodies growing in your, in your tub or on your block. Um, now, the only reason that you wouldn't, again, the one thing we can't control is genetics. And once in a while, happens to me too, you just get two spores that came together out of millions of them, right? Or at least tens of thousands of them in one syringe that just were bad genetics, right? Just like sometimes humans have bad genetics, right? It's just it, that that's something that's out of our control. Now, most of the time that won't happen, but like if you get little tiny mushrooms or things, don't think you did something wrong. Sometimes that's it. Oliver just had a bag. He sent me, he's like, hey man, what's this? And it was like a little mushroom and the cap had already opened and spores had dropped. And I just told him, look, it's, it, it just is what it is. Sometimes you just get spores like that. Um, if that happens, just soak the block and go for a second flush because usually the second flush, you'll end up getting larger mushrooms anyway. So, cool, cool. But that's the process. So within 30 to 45 days, they can expect to get their mushrooms, their actual grown mushrooms, a yep. couple weeks to see actual first growth. Yep. And then during that, during that waiting period, is there anything they got to do? Or they're just waiting mostly? They could smoke legal hemp. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then, um, now what if they see brown liquid forming? So in their block, they've injected, they start seeing white growth, and then they see this brown liquidy stuff starting to... Kind of like a yellowish-brown color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people see that all the time. That's totally normal. We call it mycelium piss. Um, it, it's just the mycelium putting out... I don't even know what that stuff is called, but... That's okay. If you just see like little droplets of like a, like a brownish, amber, yellow color, they'll usually be in little droplets too. That's just, that's normal. Um, I, I, for me, I would just think of it as like it's sweating. You know what I mean? But that's totally normal if they see that. You don't want green and you don't want black. And you don't want anything that's brownish green. Pretty much green and black are really the worst things that can happen. Mm. Now, what if they see what looks like blue or some kind of a blue color on their white mycelium? Is that okay or is that like... Depending on the type of mushroom that you're growing, we all know that there are certain mushrooms out there that bruise. Mm -hmm. And they bruise like a bluish, purplish color. That's normal. That's the substance that most people want in those type of mushrooms kind of showing themselves to you. Um, but that's normal. Um, if you take a... 
actually I can show you right here. Like these bags here, you can see because they've been sitting and I've banged them around, I've hit them on things. That you see that blue bruising? That's what Oliver is talking about. That is not contamination. That's just bluing from like, if I hit this right now, uh, matter of fact, there's one strain out there um, that has a color in it and the second word is called Mimi. And you can talk, you can probably think of the color because I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> but that's why it's called that color Mimi. Because if you bump it or you mess with it in any way, it, it bruises very, very easily. So that is okay. The bluish color is totally fine. That actually means you got what you want. And now you just got to wait for the mushrooms to come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, what, what if they, um, they got their spore syringe in the mail and they look in there and they can't really see anything? It looks like water. Should they be worried? Like, oh, crap, I don't got anything in there? Or is that okay That's if they just see clear water? That's why you have the agar. Okay. When in doubt, go to the agar. That's why step number one after cleaning everything is your agar. That's the first step because we need to verify and validate what is in the syringe. And then really, I guess the last question we got time for is once they've finished the entire process, they've waited the 30 to 45 days, they're finally getting their first growth. Mm -hmm. How much can they expect to get from a grow bag versus a tub? Like what, what can they expect? So you've seen me, I've gotten well over an ounce of dry weight out of a grow bag. And one ounce is how many grams? 28 grams. 28 um, dry grams out of one bag? Out of one bag, okay. one, and that's one flush. Um, I think I've gotten probably, I think I've probably gotten close to three ounces off of a bag by getting multiple flushes. So three ounces. That's like over 75 dry grams. Yeah, I think I almost got three ounces when I did, I flushed the bag twice and then I put the bag into a, into a shoebox tub. And then I, I got one more flush out of that. And just from one bag, one injection of the syringe, I ended up with almost three ounces of dry mushrooms that way. From just one of our shroom bomb bags. Just one. 75 dry grams, up to 80 dry grams off of one, yep. just one of our bags. Yeah, and I believe that with the three-in-one tub kit, okay. I believe people will double that. Wow. And they're getting less substrate than with our kits. Well, no, our kits come with three bags. So per bag, one bag, two bag, three bag. They're getting roughly around weight for weight. You're going to end up roughly in, in, the, in the kit getting almost equal to what comes in our three bags. Wow. It's just a, maybe a hair under, but you're going to get a bigger flush because it all comes down to surface, right? It's, it's the surface area. And in the bag, right, you have this little surface area on the top for those mushrooms to grow, right? And because the bag's wrapped around it, we're forcing them to grow just off the top. Well, when you break this up and you put it into a tub, now you have more like surface area. Yeah, you've got a lot more, you know, you got a lot more surface area for the mushrooms to grow. And because they have more space, they can grow larger too, right? Which means more weight. So okay. I honestly, I prefer the tub. I prefer the tub mm -hmm. unless I'm someone that just, just doesn't have the environment, doesn't have the tools, doesn't have the time. That's why I love our grow bags yeah. because like if you, 
Like if you really want to do a science project and you really want to get into this, the three-in-one tub kit's the way to go. You know, especially even with the wood lover kits, you know, you can grow a lot of the wood lovers in a tub. And a matter of fact, we need to have, we should probably create just a wood bag. So if people want to do grain and wood and grow some of the wood lovers oh, like antler, like a wood yeah, we bag. should do that because you guys can do this. It's something fun you could do with your children. You could do a, how cool is it? Remember when we used to dissect like owl pellets and stuff like that, like in science class as kids? Mm. To me, this is really cool, right? Because you're starting, you're teaching your children about starting from spores, right? And how to create life and, and how it's cool to watch how it, you know, how it consumes the oats. And then you know, that's why we do what we do because it's addicting, right? It's just such a... Um, you get into it. it it's just so fabulous to watch mushrooms grow and they're so interesting and every time you grow them it's different every time i never even if i grow the same strain of mushrooms every grow is different mm -hmm. because mushrooms never really produce the exact same result and that's one of the really intriguing things about it so yeah. um, i absolutely love it but yeah you're going to get a lot of mushrooms out of the tub kit and i'm glad that we're going to be releasing those now and that we're ready to do them because we already have a bunch of them made and ready to ship Well, awesome! Uh, thanks so much, Josh, for your time today. Yeah, man. Um, it's been great. I gotta, I gotta go back to the airport right now. But, um, but here's another announcement: Oliver is moving to Texas. <laughs> yeah, so we're yeah, gonna be. In a few months. He'll be in the studio a lot more uh, in the in the coming days. So. Oh yeah. It's thanks for coming great, down, man. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. It's been awesome. I hope this helped you. I hope this provided you some. Um, answered any questions you may have had and again if you got any questions go to the facebook growers group hit us up in our mentoring group or send us a, a ticket at support at cure we'll get back to you soon so love you guys much love talk to you later bye all right so if you want to know how curative mushrooms is helping sad people to improve their mental health by growing happy mushrooms at home using an all-in-one simple growing system that doesn't require any complicated instructions or expensive equipment, then head over to curedmushrooms.com.